This is Asian Miles Apart. I'm Regina in Hong Kong. I'm Pin in London, and I'm Crystal in Singapore. Hi, guys. Today we are going to talk about some of our habits in key areas of our lives, such as our finances, health, home organization, etc. Now, our habits actually have a huge impact on how we live our lives. And I actually remember a quote from Warren Buffett, which I had to look up again, and he said that chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. So no habit is too small. We'll also discuss how we have perhaps noticed bad habits in ourselves and what we have done to change our habits to improve ourselves. I guess a good place to start would be our finances, which we've briefly touched on in the previous episode on personal finance. Go check it out if you haven't. So, ladies, what would you say are your bad spending habits, if any? I would say that my bad spending habits would be mainly on food. I yep, um see. sometimes I would buy breakfast, so I think as we all know, it's usually cheaper to cook for ourselves. But then sometimes I'm just not in the mood to cook. I would rather、yeah. go out and buy food, or I would order food delivery. Oh my god, food delivery is a huge one for me. I think I'm、yes. like a gold member of like Deliveroo or like Food Panda in Hong Kong. <laughs> I think for me, it's also food. Definitely, I think the most money I spend on on a monthly basis or even on a daily basis would be food. You are right, Deliveroo, Food Panda, they are seriously a killer.、Um, I recently moved to a new place, right? Yeah. Which is very convenient. It's right in front of the mall and also next to a food market. I've been able to quite easily get food, so my spending actually has reduced quite a lot. But when I was staying at my other place, I would use delivery apps every single meal. Yeah, and it's、mm. crazy because I don't know if it's it's the same in Hong Kong, but for Deliveroo in Singapore, if you get the subscription, you get free delivery essentially, but you have to hit a minimum、mm. order of eighteen dollars. To hit a minimum order of eighteen dollars for one person, it's quite hard. So you end up how much is eighteen、uh, dollars? How much、like、is it in pounds? No, no, nine pounds, right? Yeah, but、oh, in、okay. Singapore, food is similar.、Yeah. That's quite expensive. Yeah, yeah. So you're firstly overspending because you're thinking, oh, I'm lazy. Number one, so I'm just gonna get delivery, but I have to hit the minimum eighteen. And number two, you're overeating. Me lah, I'm overeating. <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite bad. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a pickup option in、uh, mm. Singapore, but in order to save money from delivery fee, I would choose pickup. So I would like walk to pick up、yeah. my own food, which makes me feel a bit better about like spending on like outside food.、Yeah. I actually have a very funny story about like my、uh, relationship with、uh, delivery apps. So when I was staying in London,、mm-hmm. right, I had、um, a few housemates, and they know that I always order delivery food from Deliveroo.、Mm. And then there was this one time I went back home for like holiday. There was this news about like. Deliveroo not meeting their profit target <laughs> during that period of time, and then my housemate sent an article to me and say like, "Look, Reg, you are not in London. That's why like Deliveroo is not doing well. That's, That's how much I spend on like Deliveroo." But it's crazy, right? Like, cause Deliveroo mark up their price so much yes, on the app, yes, yes. And if you actually go to the shop, it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, I think it's a good twenty to the, well in Singapore at least it's a good twenty to twenty percent、yeah, same.、Dish. It's quite insane. And I remember before, right, when I was still working in London, half of my money goes to food, i.e., delivery, and the other half goes to rent. Hence, that's why I save nothing in the five years. Well, that's the same、it's、for me. It's quite crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's food. You know, I,、yeah. I I was thinking about that. I don't really even buy anything really expensive. 
when I was working in London. So it's it's just yeah. Um, I don't know if you know this. There's this saying that my mom always say when I was younger. It's in Cantonese. She always said, "Wow, Crystal, they say kong oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is so apt. Yeah. It's like you eat, you eat so much until like your parents are poor. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's the same for me. So most of my money, I would say, actually goes to food. You know, whether it's delivery or whatnot. And I think similar to you guys, I used to order a lot of delivery, especially pre-COVID. And one of the really bad things that I actually used to do is I love going out to get breakfast. In the morning, mm. it's really bad. It's one of those things where people don't really understand. Like, I would get up, put on like proper clothes to go out, but not like makeup or anything yet. And then I would go out to get breakfast, and then I walk back home, and then have my breakfast, and then get ready for work, and then go for work. So wow. I spend a lot of time yeah. on getting this breakfast, and you know, it's like you know, you get coffee plus very expensive marked up toast, yeah. right? You probably spend about like six to seven pounds every morning, right? Just for breakfast. Yes, five yes. about five to six maybe. Yeah. If you get yeah. like no but this is just like normal toast, which frankly speaking, I could have easily made at home with all the time I spent walking there, waiting for it and coming back home to yeah. eat it, right? So yeah. I think that was one of the bad habits I got. But I have to say that COVID really changed everything because I was stuck at home for so long. I've started cooking a lot and I definitely make breakfast every day. And I've just got into this routine where I'm just really happy making food. Now that things have reopened mm. up, I have to say, obviously, I started going out for food and sometimes delivery, but definitely not as bad as it used to be. Like, like you guys, I used to... I'm just really lazy to make dinner. Um, it's like once I get home, I'm just like, oh, I'm really tired from work. Yeah. Kind of hungry. Yeah. So I'll start ordering yeah. before I, while making my way back home so that the food will arrive when I get home. I remember... Yeah. Um, in our first job together, Pin, there was Cafe Nero. Ah, yes. To our office. And it's so toxic because I I would get a hot chocolate every morning with a bacon butty. Yeah. <laughs> I kid you not. It's so bad, but it's so sinfully good. Yes. Yeah. I think we've yes. as well, right? First Pretz are everywhere in London. So there was there's one Pret next oh, to the train station yes. where I go to work. And I'll always walk past it. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't spend it. But like, you know, I'm walking past it yes. might as well. I'm just going to buy it from Pratt and then go to work and then like start eating my breakfast at work. So yeah, like the convenience like is good. Like delivery is also really good in terms of like helping us to yeah. save time. On the other hand, you know, you have to pay for yes. all this convenience. <laughs> yeah, but are you guys doing anything consciously to try to move away from delivery food or... Do you just feel like it's, you know, expenses worth it? You know, actually in Hong Kong, right, there are a lot of people who say that cooking is actually not that much cheaper than eating out. I'm not sure if it's the same in mm, Singapore. Same in Singapore, Because right? in London, that was in London definitely it's cooking yeah. saves a lot of money. So much cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. But then sure. I realised that, I'm not sure if it's because like, I have like expensive taste or what, but every time I go to groceries, I would come to like, you know, like $200, $300, which is about like 20, 30 pounds, which is like a lot higher, like usually two or three times higher than my grocery yes. in London. I, I guess it's also like with a lot of food here is imported from elsewhere so it's more expensive like salmon is seven or eight pounds for one piece of salmon here oh it's so yes. expensive Same. and then okay so then in my mind okay I, sh- I should save money and then i stop eating salmon <laughs> yeah you have to like make sacrifice <laughs> oh no yeah. it, you know like all this like yeah. bargaining thing or like going for like looking for cheap stuff 
back then, I would think that, oh, that's such a sea lie thing to do. It's like such a mom thing or auntie thing to do. But now I find myself yeah. looking for like cheap deals in grocery stores, looking for those food that mm. is like going to expire and it's on like a half price. Oh, that's good. And yeah, so it, it's quite funny, right? Like now we, we know like the, the value that we are paying for and we are more conscious of like our spending. That's quite good, you know, because I still don't do it. I was buying groceries uh, over the weekend and I, I realised that I don't actually benchmark the item that I'm getting across brands. So I think that that's probably an aspect. Oh, that's interesting. Change. Yeah. Because I definitely would compare prices. But you know, like in UK, right, in grocery store, they would tell you, say you're buying toilet paper, they would tell you how much is it to buy one piece of toilet paper. <laughs> But then here, right? Yes, I love it. And I love that because I would just go for the cheapest one. I know right away which one is cheapest, even though they come in different quantity, right? Mm. But in Hong Kong, they don't do that. And I have to do the calculation manually myself. And I feel like, this is like... (laughs) You just stand there with your phone calculator going, oh, how many sheets? (laughs) As in like, I'm not going to go like super detailed into the calculation, but I'm not going to see like, okay, three ply, four ply, and then like 10 and 12 in this. (laughs) You start dividing (laughs) 10 divided by four ply, no, price. yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I just go down to, like, how many rows yeah. there are. I'm not going to go down to the plies, you like. know. <laughs> just to, like, give you an example. <laughs> yeah. So, other than food, where does the next chunk of your money go to? What other categories or items? Mm. I definitely spend a lot on clothing. I do that very subconsciously. I know that I need to save money and not spend on, like, random purchase. The thing is that clothes are not that expensive usually. Okay, depends on what you buy. Yeah. But if it's like a 20 pound, 30 pound clothing, I would just buy it without feeling like, you know, heartache. Oh, but then yeah, all these like add up right over time. Let's say if I buy two or three clothes per month, they actually add up to a huge amount of money over the entire year. So I would say clothing is definitely the next thing that I spend more on. Yeah. I realized with this as well, like, Previously, right, I don't know how it started to taper down a bit, but previously I would do a lot of online shopping. I think especially in the UK where it's more convenient with the returns system. As yes, well. it's so convenient. <laughs> yeah, in, in Singapore you can still return stuff, but in UK it's just next level customer yeah, yeah, service, yeah. I guess. And I would find myself constantly having packages. <laughs> but then I don't know why since coming to Singapore, maybe it's just more hassle. I've sort of tapered down. I would still browse, right? But I'll put things in the cart, but I would never check out. Oh. And I, I don't know why. But last time I was just like, oh, bye, bye. It's sort of like window out. shopping, but on like online yeah. way. Yeah, correct. I do that as well, you I know. I don't pay. It's weird. No, but I think it's quite good. Yes. Because after a few days later, you realize, oh, actually, why did I choose this? Like, I don't really need it anymore. And then it kind of yeah. comes. Yeah, exactly. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's also one of the things that people mention about like how to control your spending, right? Is to actually sit on it and then think about it for a few days and come back and think carefully do you actually need it or do you Mm. just want it (laughs) yeah agree so how Mm. do you guys usually decide about like big ticket items like what's your decision making process so I think for me right there's no process per se I feel like I'm constantly still stuck in this mindset Mm. that I need to save money and a lot of times, I just don't really spend money on big ticket yeah, yeah, items yeah. anyway, unless I need, like, you know, like a phone, you know, new phone, phone I use every day, I'm like, it's fine. And one other thing I like to do is spend on mm. big ticket, nice clothing items. I know it sounds weird. So, like a, not, so I just bought a, like a blazer yeah. last week from Reese. 
So mm. it's just like small things like this. I mean, it's not a big yeah. ticket item, but you yeah. get my point, right? Like there's much cheaper options to go for. But I was like, oh, this one looks really nice. Yeah. Um, so, so like with big tickets, clothing item, right? That's something that I cannot get past my mental barrier. To me, it's like I will not be able yeah. to spend on say a Reese blazer when I know that I can find another blazer very similar style at like a half price right what is the highest amount of money mm. you spend on um, a piece of clothing not bags or anything but just clothes for me right the most expensive was $250 for a whistle skirt and my mom was like you crazy but then I think on hindsight it's the best decision ever that is crazy it lasted me 5 years eh. it's so good I mean I, I don't know if I'm, I sound like I'm justifying <laughs> But it was great. No matter how I wash it, throw in yeah. the dryer, it's still perfect. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, like, these days, I'm not, yeah. like, super into those fast fashion stuff. But I, I would buy, like, good quality mm. stuff that I know it is at a reasonable price, right? I have a go-to online shopping site that I always shop from. Um, but maybe, like, people in Asia would don't know it anyway. It's, it's called Love Bonito. And I love it because oh. the quality is so good and you can wear it for a long period of time. And the price is very reasonable. And that's yes. really where I got, got all yeah. my clothes from. And I always get so many yeah. compliments when I wear, I wear. Like, top to toe, love bonito. Um, but anyway, oh. yeah, I mean... Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I can see why like, if you want to once in a while splurge on a, a nice clothing. And yeah. I, I guess like when it fits you well and then when you feel comfortable in that clothing, you also, it makes you feel better, right? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm obsessed mm. with Reese, I think. I try not to be. And I mean, it's not like... The thing is, right, I don't really buy clothes that often, to be honest. <laughs> but then once Reese is on sales, I'm like, yeah. this is it. This is my chance. And I'll like buy a few pieces. But yeah, generally, I don't really spend much, I don't think. I mean, I don't even buy like luxury items anymore. What about you, Crystal? What's your biggest spending that you have ever spent on? The bag for my 30th birthday. I mean, I feel good lah. How, how often do you use it? Um, now, not so much, sadly, because I bought it before COVID. I still use it. Uh. I think it's a good bag to have. I mean, not good as in practical. Mm. It's not the most practical bag out there. <laughs> but to me, it's like, well, it's nice because it doesn't just represent a material <laughs> item. It represents where I am in life. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference, right, when it comes to uh, the ability to afford things. Because the, the constant debate that I have with some of my colleagues and friends is that if you want, you can actually buy a bag now. So why is it, yeah. you know, with our earning capacity at the moment, why is it, you know, why do we build up such a barrier to such things, right? So then the question then yeah. becomes, do you think many people go into debt and spend beyond their means? Yeah, many people do that. I think, you know, from reading articles, especially younger people, credit cards are a huge thing, right? People just spend beyond think, their yeah. means. I think it's actually more common than... We know, and I think just because it doesn't happen to us, you know, we're sort of like outside of that world. But I think many people just sort of yeah spend and then think later kind of thing. And then especially now when, um, I don't know about uh, Hong Kong and Singapore, but in the UK, there's a lot of services that says, um, that allows you to split your payments. Klarna, have you heard of it? I don't know what's... Yeah, yeah so yes, they... Yeah, like, you can just buy anything now and split it over three times, but a lot of people don't actually think, like, can yeah. I actually afford it even though it's split after three times, right? All they think about is, oh, now I just need to pay one third of this. Like, I can afford it. But yeah. then actually, like, they can't or they shouldn't. And I think it's due to a lot of reasons, right? Sometimes it's just sort of, like, yeah. lack of control, peer pressure and all what not and it's quite yeah. difficult to control I sort of understand that it doesn't happen to me because yeah. I think I have good self-control when it comes to these things but you know 
you know, like earlier you were saying that you got to a point where you feel like you can afford a mm. Chanel bag and you, you know that you've got to that point, right? And actually, I felt the same way when I bought my Sims game. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was when yeah. I was younger, buying yes. Sims, like my parents would be like, no, don't spend money on like gaming. Yes. Like when you're going to buy this expansion pack. Yes. But now I've got to a point where I feel like I can buy my own freaking yes. Sims game. I feel you. <laughs> I'm a freaking adult now. I feel you because, um, yeah, same, yeah. same, same. When we were younger, we would always go to that mall, that dodgy place to get the Sims. I'm not going yes. to say it outright, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and then, you know, that's it, right? You only get the base mm. game. You can't get the downloadable content. You can't get the expansion. Yes. The game. <laughs> the what I use Sims for is that during COVID time, when there was very little social interaction, I held house parties in my Sims game, okay? That's how I get my social interaction. <laughs> your Sims. I held so many parties every single night in my penthouse, all right? That's insane. <laughs> So let's move on to health. And health is broad, right? And I feel like, to be honest, until very recently, I've never really thought about my health a lot. You just have this assumption that whatever, I'm young, what's the worst that could happen? And actually, health is very important because without good health, you can't really enjoy the things that you work so hard for. So I guess, you know, we're all like obviously working. Um, We're, you know, 30 years old now. Would you say you look after your body well? <laughs> I can definitely do better. And I have that instinct to want to mm. do better. I just give into my short-term gratification. So have you tried like intermittent fasting okay. before? Is that something that you do? Yeah, actually I've been doing intermittent uh-huh. for quite some time. But I think it's purely because I just generally do not eat mm. breakfast. So the barrier then just becomes me having to make sure that I eat within the 8-hour mm. window. I think it's not it's that good. difficult for me. Unless like it's during weekends and I kind of want to have 3 meals a day, that's when it becomes hard. So I try not to. And I think for mm. me, the reason why I wanted to do it is, number one, kind of maintain my current weight. Or the second point of view is that I always give in to my cravings. Mm. And at least with the eight-hour window, it's kind of limiting it, right? What about you guys? Uh, Yeah, I think with food, right, what I'm trying to do nowadays is to eat uh, out less and cook more. Because I do notice that after I come to Hong Kong, a lot of food options here are quite oily Mm. and they use a lot of MSG, especially Mm. in like soupy stuff. I'm not sure like whatever I cook is like super healthy, but I do think that at least I know what I'm eating and what kind of ingredients I'm using in my food. The other thing is is that because I'm not trying to lose weight yeah. or like trying to maintain my weight, I'm trying to gain weight. So I would always try to remind myself to eat more. Yeah, true. I've started using yes. a complete food powder for, I mean, I've been using it for a few years. It's called Huel. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think like, a lot of our, we, our friends we know it. Well. We know it. It's like a meal replacement kind of drink, but yes. also really good for people who are quite busy. And if you want to just have a quick breakfast before work in the morning, that's quite a good option. <laughs> I would recommend a coffee flavor. Okay, I have one hack, right? Yeah. So if you come home and you feel like, oh, I'm so hungry. I don't want to cook now. <laughs> I just want to order food delivery. What I would do is sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't is to make myself a cup of Huel. Oh, yeah. And then Mm -hmm. I'll feel full instantly. And then after I drink my Huel, I can start cooking, right? Rather than trying to cook while I'm starving. 
that's when I have yeah, very low yeah. self-control <laughs> when yes. I'm starving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. delivery. But you know, sometimes, right, I, I, I fall into the same like trap as well. But I, And I find it so illogical because, right, if I cook, I probably take the same amount of time and probably better quality or whatever as the person delivering the food to me. But I'll still choose to be like, oh, okay, let the f- person deliver and then, you know what mm. I mean? Like the, the time span is the same. You still have to wait 40 minutes or whatever, 30 minutes. Yeah, I guess because like when I'm starving, I don't want to like stand in front of my stove trying to cook food. I'd rather like oh, sit right. and be distracted by something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about Pin? Like, what was your hack with yeah, diet? Yeah, for me, it's a bit on and off. And I think I mentioned this in the body image episode, but I've always struggled with my weight, I feel. It's not like I'm fat, but you know, I'm just not happy. And I feel like, yes, I definitely can be at a healthier weight. I just feel like there's a lot of, you know, fat around my meat section, Mm. which I really want to lose because I think that's like quite bad, right? Like if you have weight across your meat section, it means like higher tendency to get heart diseases and things like that. So that's what I'm trying to work on. Um, And for me, it's a bit on and off because when I'm not busy, that's where I will put in more effort to look after myself. I will cook, um, I will try to work out. But then once I'm busy with work, it all goes out of the window. I'll have instant noodles, order delivery. I won't work out. I'm constantly sitting because I'm constantly Mm. working. I don't even like stand up Mm. and just walk around. Whereas when I have time in the day in between, I'll say, okay, I'm going to go out for like a 20 minute walk as just to like keep myself moving. Um, So like I mentioned, I've been on like various Mm. diets, which I would not recommend because I think they are quite unhealthy. But what I'm doing right now is that I'm trying to consciously count my calories. And I know it's it's a very old-fashioned sounding thing to do, but my friend recommended this app that she's also using. Um, it's called Lose Eat. I mean, it's meant to help you lose weight, but I find it very good because mm-hmm. I set myself like sort of fixed amount of calories a day. And then I'll try mm. to record my food. And actually, even if I don't keep within the calories, I've, I realize that when yeah. I record what I eat, it keeps me accountable because sometimes you don't realize how much food you eat, right? You just snack in between. You're like, mm. yeah, it's just one cookie. You know, it's just a few small pieces, one packet yeah. of like a snack. But then when you put it down, you're like, okay, actually yeah. I'm eating quite a lot, right? When you add everything up. So I find that very useful. And it actually helps me maintain my weight, although I'm trying to lose weight. Lah. So... But I think it's quite, it's an easier thing for me to do rather than trying to be too Mm. restrictive with my diet. Because I feel like sometimes if I say, oh, pin like no carbs or like no this or that, it makes me a bit sad that I don't enjoy my meal time as much anymore. Whereas with counting calories, I'll just try to reduce my portion size because then it reduces the calories. But I still feel like I can eat things that I want to eat and not cut things out. But what about yeah. like exercise wise? Have you sort of like implement any kind of rules for yourself so that you are exercising regularly? Yeah, for me, I can't. <laughs> so, because I have some health issues, mm. underlying health issues, so I cannot carry weight, any weight uh, more than 5 kg. So I cannot plank. Mm. Yeah, every, every time I do something like that, then I just have to go and fix my body, <laughs> which is very sad. So I think in the end, like, there's nothing much I can do other than just take care of my diet. I mean, people kind of say like 70% is diet, 30% mm-hmm. is exercise. So mm-hmm. yeah, for I sure. hope it helps me sure. in that sense. So I have nothing to offer. What do you guys do from an exercise front? I feel like it's very helpful to have people holding you accountable, right? So there are different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are different workout ways to buddies. do that. Yes, one is yeah. if you have workout buddies. So if you have friends who wants to work out together, in the park or whatever, mm. then there's also a social element to it, right? If you're exercising in a group. So I, I do join an like exercise group once in a while. 
The other thing is that I use this app called ClassPass. Same. If you sign up for the mm-hmm. class, you have to go because if you don't go and not show up, they will actually charge you money for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never done it before. I don't know if they actually charge, but... Yes. If I sign up... It happened to me before. <laughs> oh, I can, okay. I can attest to that, yes. <laughs> yeah, it actually happens. All right, okay, now I know. I know that I will have very low motivation to go exercise, but if I use this class pass mm. and sign up for a class beforehand... I have to force myself to go. Mm. I, so I'm quite similar in a way, but I don't know whether they have the same rules on class pass in different countries, but you can actually cancel up to 12 hours before. Oh, is it? On the class. Then it's free. But if you cancel within 12 hours, then they will charge you. And then if you don't show up, they will charge you. So yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's one of those things where it definitely holds you accountable yeah. because again, you pay on a monthly basis and you have certain credits. Yep, yep. So it forces you to Finish definitely work out that. Yep amount of credits right so yeah but again i think my exercise and diet is same it's a bit on and off um i set myself these like ambitious goals right like oh one week i have to exercise three times then sometimes you know a lot of times it doesn't happen i will go for my class pass classes and like you say having a workout buddy helps because if a friend's going to the same class you feel motivated to go otherwise i'll be like let's just cancel the class tomorrow you know i suddenly a bit lazy don't feel like going Um, and then I think over lockdown, I started doing a lot of home workouts and I just follow like YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do a lot of, uh, mad feet. I don't know whether you guys heard of her. Quite, quite like her videos. They are short, easy to follow. Mm-hmm. Bloggy Lattes as well. Yeah. So yeah, but again, on and off. Yeah. So definitely can do better. Yeah. I noticed that using apps to track your workout also really help you to find out what's your performance how has it changed over time Mm. i would say i go to the park near my house to run i can see like the difference say like the first time that 20 minutes workout felt really tough for me but maybe the following week it got a little bit easier i think seeing progresses also motivates you what do you use to track? so is this app called strava you can track different kind of workout and then your length of workout and then you can answer questions of how Mm. did you feel after the workout was it tough Uh, was your breathing okay so yeah it kind of tracks your performance and Mm. you have a record of all your different type of workouts Fitbit does that as well right that's why a lot of people get Fitbit to track their exercise as well as their sleep sleep is actually a huge thing that will contribute to your well-being and how you feel so how are your sleeps oh man I am such Mm a light sleeper mm. I think first things first right if you can afford a king bed oh my god please get yeah. a king bed because my mm-hmm. life has been changed forever yes. in the past three months <laughs> there's just so much more space <laughs> um, but to me from a routine perspective I oh. have quite a, a set structure so number one I must always shower before I sleep mm. like, I must like, I cannot shower for like maybe four hours before and then sleep four hours later I have to be like within one to two hours so like around eight o'clock at night and then I sleep around Ooh. 11 for example I'm sorry but this like shower before sleep thing reminds me of the debate that we had with Pin and her boyfriend <laughs> whether or not you shower before you sleep because like some people don't do that and uh, what? I remember oh that Pin's gosh. boyfriend was like, he was he was uh, appalled <laughs> by the fact yeah, that. <laughs> like, yeah, so I've slightly changed my habits on this already. Not that it's good or bad either way. So I used to, this is not ex- including summer, because summer I shower a few times a day. It's just way too hot and I need to shower mm-hmm. before I sleep. But outside of summer, what I used to do last time is I need to shower before I leave the house. Mm-hmm. Like mine is the opposite. Like when I wake up in the morning and if I don't shower, I don't feel... Like I'm awake and ready yeah. to do stuff. 
But then a lot of times I won't shower when I come back, especially during winter. Mm. And then when I... So yeah, I was just... When I first started dating my boyfriend, um, we were having this conversation. Because I know he showers at night. Then I was like... And he doesn't shower in the morning. He doesn't feel the need to shower in the morning. He showers at night. Mm. And then in the morning, he's just like, oh, I'll just get out and go to work. I was like, what? And he was <laughs> yeah, like... I cannot. Oh my God. I told him and he was like, you don't shower before you sleep? I was like... Yeah, what's wrong with that? He was like, he was like, I'm sorry. So you went on the tube and then like, you know, sat on a seat that thousands of other people <laughs> sat on and then you go to a restaurant and then you go home and then you just sleep on your bed. I was like, yeah, but then I would have changed into clean clothes. He was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's yeah. interesting. When I was in UK, I would still shower twice a day. Yeah, same. So same. I have to shower in the morning before I go to work because I think I've tried once or twice. It just doesn't work on me. Like I just, I'm just not awake. And then before I sleep, I must shower. Yep, me too. Yeah, yeah I think it really helps me to wind down. Mm. Yeah. So nowadays, but this yeah. is mostly because of COVID, I tend, I like switch it around because when I wake up in the morning, I kind of, you know, like, I just work at home so I don't feel like I need to shower. But then I will shower before I sleep. I have this like full wind down routine before I go to sleep because I have really bad sleeping problem. Uh, I would, I tend to wake up a lot at night. Oh, same. Yeah. I think like it's to do with stress as well, which we can talk a yes. bit about later. But uh, my routine is that I would shower first. And uh, one major thing that I thought was life-changing is that <laughs> you guys bought me this sad light, um, seasonal affective disorder light. Mm. What it does is that in the morning, it will light up before you wake up. Mm. Uh, but at night, there is this sunset setting that sort of mimic the lighting of a sunset. So you could set um, your light to dim over the period of 30 minutes and it will slowly Ooh. brings you into this like mood that you're now getting Sleep ready to fall asleep, yeah. listen to some soothing music. I also yeah. use like lavender oil massage on my neck, <laughs> feet as wow. well. I noticed like wow. a bit of you like guys massage. Are, yeah. There's a lot of tension in my feet yeah. like before I sleep because I'm, I'm up the whole day. And then like warming your feet also like it's kind of a nice thing before you sleep. I also oh. have um, diffuser from Neom, which by the way, I'm sure we all know because like all three of us, we are like a huge supporter of Neom. I love Neom um, <laughs> diffuser. I have a pillow spray yes. from them, from the de-stress range, yeah. by the way. De-stress range is the one that you want to go for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. Yeah, I'm very different to you guys. I fall asleep very easily. Oh, so good. Um, oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> so my bad habit would be sometimes because I... Not that it's a bad habit, but I fall asleep very easily. But sometimes I feel like, oh, I don't have enough time at night. So I'll try to stay up and I'll try to sleep later, like at one. And then a lot of times I will fall asleep with my lights on. Oh. Because I was oh. trying to stay up, but my body was like, no pee, no pee, like sleep. And then I'll fall asleep and then I'll wake up at like three to turn off my lights. Oh God, yeah. It's really bad. So nowadays I'm more disciplined. I'll say, okay, this is it. Like it's midnight, lights like trying to like turn off the lights and everything and then I'll but I fall asleep very easily oh, that's so good it takes me when I'm really stressed it can take me 2 to 3 hours to just fall asleep yeah like no Ooh. joke yeah yeah. Um, usually yeah. like my mind just races a lot so yeah I, I have the same routine um, or similar routine as Regina yeah it's the pillow spray which I use maybe 6 out of 10 times mm. um, setting my light I don't have the same light as you um, for me I just set my light I can dim my light so I just dim it to the lowest Mm. Um, I always use perfume Perfume? For sleep Yes Perfume? So my beauty routine before sleep Is so next level <laughs> And I don't mean that in a good way 
So let me run you through. <laughs> I would firstly use a... Okay, obviously I'll cleanse my face. And then I would put essence. Um, sometimes I, before the essence, I even use the exfoliating pads. Uh-huh. And then I would put serum, eye cream, moisturizer, and an oil or a mask. As in a thin layer of sleeping mask on top of my moisturizer. Oh, wow. And then sometimes, like now, for example, where I have like crazy hormonal breakouts, I will put acne cream. So, (laughs) before I leave the the bathroom, I need to spray myself with body spray or perfume. Can I tell you my skincare routine? Oh, yes. I have a cleanser and I have a moisturizer. That's all. Come on, (laughs) where's your sunblock? Sunblock. Oh, I don't even put sunblock these days. Oh, it's so bad. bad. Oh, yeah. no, no, it's bad, right? You have to put sunblock in the morning. That's why I look the oldest among three of us, you see? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm constantly exposed to the sun, especially in summertime here in Hong Kong. I, I know you say like, mainly work is the one that gives you anxiety, but I don't know how you feel. Sometimes when I come home and I feel like my yeah. surrounding is untidy, mm-hmm. it gives me anxiety too. I mean, not on the same level as like the work type of stress, but the same type of anxiety that I'm like, oh my God, I'm in this space where it's so messy. Mm. So I'm keen to hear like, what kinds of tips do you guys know of and are practicing oh. when it comes to like home I have many tips. Oh, okay. Bring on. Let, yes. Let me talk about why I had to go to search for these tips. Before that, right, I would like to say that I'm generally a clean and I like my surroundings to be tidy. But I struggle with yep. it because, my goodness, I have so many clothes, you know. I actually get stressed after I do laundry because mm. when it comes to folding and putting it back into the wardrobe, I struggle. I'm just like, oh my goodness, it's like all so packed up. I can't squeeze these piece of clothing in and it's just really messy. Yeah. So yeah, like I've always struggled with that. And then Mary Kondo comes along. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, guys, Yeah, if you haven't heard of this before, people yeah. out there, you need to go check I'm her out. I'm pretty sure everyone yeah. has heard of her. Yeah, I think everyone has heard of her. joy movement, yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. So, after I uh, watched her show on Netflix, read her book, I decided that, okay, I'm going to try to do this to my wardrobe and like some, some other areas of my house. Now my wardrobe actually has a system that works. Mm. Although in the process, I had to give away quite a lot of shoes and clothes, which actually a lot of them are still functionable. But then I just say, look, I haven't worn this in the last two years. Clearly, yeah. I'm not going to wear it again. So what is the point? Right? I know it's still like re- relatively new and all of that, but... It doesn't spark joy, so I just gave it away. But like, yeah, I do have a system now. I don't feel stressed when I do laundry because I know after that, I know where every piece of clothing goes back to. Yeah. Like it goes here or it goes to the wardrobe. It gets folded or whatnot. So it's really helpful. And then the other show that I watch is called The Home Edit. It's also on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether you guys saw it. Oh my goodness. They have the best containers (laughs) and organization stuff. And like, it's very sick. Yeah, you guys need to check out if it's on Netflix Oh, like, I got so inspired after that. Okay, like, maybe spend a bit too much money on, like, the containers <laughs> and stuff. But then I decided to revamp my kitchen using their method and it really works. Mm. So it's also, like, a method of tidying stuff, but using, like, categories. Yeah. Can you give us some examples? Um, so actually, a lot of their things is, is slightly similar to Marie Kondo, but not not the same. It's like everything needs to have their own place, yep. essentially. And then a lot of what they promote, this is their own product also, like, is like using containers or different things to help you put stuff. And I realized that that really works because 
my kitchen when I bought like the containers and stuff like one of them I'll put all the pre-packed stuff and then the other one I'll put like herbs and things like that so I know that once I open my kitchen this is where everything yeah. is and I just need to pull it out and then grab it yeah. whereas before yeah. it was just a bit all over the place I know it's in that cupboard but it's like it yeah. takes me a while to try to like fumble through yeah. it <laughs> it's yeah. really bad for sure yeah so yeah I think um yeah. I agree, like, you know, I mean, home organization is really important, yes. right? It really impacts how you feel. Because, like, if it's, like, a messy surrounding, you feel like, oh, I just don't feel nice. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, there's this other thing, right, which um, I, need, I, need to, I need to call it out because it changed my life. <laughs> I call it the Ferrari of all Ferraris and not a car. It's the Dyson vacuum cleaner. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I'm never turning back. You know, if you're, like, a cheapo like me, uh, instead of going yeah. for Dyson, I went for Xiaomi. The Xiaomi. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> just go yeah, for Xiaomi it. and it works so well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just bought one recently and I have to say it's life-changing because I am such a lazy bum when it comes to cleaning the house. Uh, yeah. I, I don't clean the house, to be honest, at all because um, yeah. I hire a cleaner to do it. No, so I was just about to ask, um, like, how do you guys deal with chores? Do you feel like you have any bad habits that needs changing? So I know Reg said that she has a cleaner, right? What cleaning stuff do you do by yourself? Or that you think you could do better? <laughs> um, okay, so I have one rule in my house, right? Is that I don't like to display things on mm. the table or on any surface. But then when you open <laughs> the drawer, it's like a million things inside. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Like, um, So you really like the home edit boxes, right? I go for mm-hmm. the IKEA one. Yeah, IKEA one works pretty well. The IKEA um, compartment and storage boxes. Yeah. So, laundry, you mentioned that uh, you don't like to put back your yeah. clothes into the drawer. I think, to be honest, that's the worst part for me as well. Oh, yes, yeah, same. I don't do my own laundry because I don't have a washing machine and I send it to the laundrette. It's so good. I save so much time because I don't have to wait for the cycle, dry my clothes. I just feel like I save a lot of time. I, I think like if we talk about like spending, I would definitely be willing to spend yeah. on things that can bring me convenience. Yeah, yeah, because when it comes to chores, actually, like, for me... No, okay, almost every two days, I would vacuum the floor. And then I have... <laughs> I used to just wipe my floor with wet wipes. Mm. So I don't mop, but I just use wet wipes, right? You know, those floor wipes that are wet. Um, but recently, because I was so inspired by my Dyson, and I also think it's the next best thing, I bought a steam mop. <laughs> <laughs> Again, changed my life. I think it's so much easier. Easier to clean. You just rip out that thing and throw it in the washing machine. You don't have to wring it. You don't have to, like... Yeah carry this bucket of I mean I cannot carry heavy stuff right so I'm okay doing it because sometimes when I'm actually doing it right I'm not thinking anything else so it's quite good to de-stress the steam mop sounds good I think if I don't have a cleaner I'll probably do the same as well yeah I have three different kinds of mops at home actually I still haven't figured out which one's the best like yeah I still haven't found an ideal mop so maybe I'll try a steam mop because I don't have that but actually Um, you don't need because the next thing I was going to upgrade to Oh my god. It's a robot. Uh, yes. I've been discussing this. A robot vacuum that has the mop function. That has a mop, yes. Exactly. I was like, Xiaomi oh, one. It's too enough. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but yeah. That's the next thing. So you can skip the, skip that steam mop step and go straight to the robot vacuum that can do everything. Yeah. That's going to be my yeah. next yeah. purchase, I think. Robot vacuum okay. that mop. But yeah, I spend a lot of time on chores. Yeah. For me, the same also. For me, right, before... I think uh, before 2020, I never used to make my bed. Like, never. Like, I, I, my, my thought process was, I'm just going to get back into it <laughs> after 12 yeah. hours, like 16 hours. What's the point, right? But then I, I do, I realized that 
every time I walk into the bedroom and I just look at my messy bed, I'm like, oh man, it's just giving me a little bit of anxiety. But I just can could never overcome that part. Until last year, I read this book, which I, I know it's, a, you know, an astronomical book. Well, my, my habit is like this random thing. But um, I read Atomic Habits um, and it just talked about setting up systems. And mm. now it's like, it's so good because no matter how small the habit, if you try to do little bit by little bit by little bit, it kind of builds on top of it, right? So yeah. before this, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna make my bed. When I wake up, I'm gonna make my bed. So after doing it for one week, you're like, oh, actually it's not that hard. You do it so many times that now you cannot don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you wanted to rewind it, it's like reverse it, it's another barrier. It's also it's like amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same, you know. So I never used to make my bed and I got inspired by my boyfriend because he has to make his bed every morning. And I was like, oh, Ooh. what is the point, right? But then I tried doing it and I actually feel a lot better when I walk into my yes, room. I was like, oh, oh, look at this neat like, oh, room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now I make my bed every, like, every morning. I'll just do it. So yeah, these are some of our previous bad habits or current ones that we're trying to improve and we are keen to hear from all of you as well like do you have any good hacks that can help us or anyone else listening let us know thanks so much for listening if you like this episode please share it with your friends do follow us on your favorite podcast players including spotify apple and google Podcasts, and please leave us ratings and reviews we would love to hear from you, so do drop us any questions at asianmousapart at gmail.com. Lastly, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at asianmousapart. Bye!